Hello, everyone. I'm Greg Goins from the Reimagined Schools podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome back for another episode of the Leader of Learning podcast, the show where educators can come find inspiration to transform education through effective leadership. I'm your host, Dan Krinas. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of the Leader of Learning podcast. I want to just start off doing a couple of things. First of all, I do want to apologize. I know I probably don't need to, but... Um, if you're a loyal listener of the show, you probably realize that I missed a deadline for the last episode. Uh, the episodes normally come out every two weeks on Monday, and that would have meant that a new episode would have come out uh, a couple weeks ago. And so I'm sorry that it didn't, and I kind of promised you a four-part mini leadership series. It turns out I'm only going to get to do three parts, so I apologize for that. Uh, but there has been a lot going on with me both in my personal and professional life, that have uh, temporarily taken me away from podcasting. But I'm back, and uh, the second thing I wanted to say is I'm doing something a little different in this episode, and that is I'm recording in my car. Um, I really don't make a habit of doing that, especially because I want to keep the audio sounding really great, and hopefully it still sounds really great. But yes, I'm recording in my car, and I'm on my way home from what was really... Uh, kind of the first unofficial day of the school year. Today was the day that teachers reported back to school. And uh, it's always a, an interesting day because you're excited about coming back. You're a little tentative. You, you feel bad that your summer is, has come to an end. Uh, and then you get there and have to do all, or at least in my case, in my district, have to do all of the mandatory trainings and workshops that uh, really take up the whole day. And you have to sit through a lot of stuff, boring stuff. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Boring stuff that you probably wouldn't even want to put your students through, yet you have to sit through it all day. So that's what I've been up to today. Um, and actually, when I release this episode or when you listen to it, school will have started. Monday, August 27th is the first day of school for students in my district. And with that day one, this year actually will bring about a new experience and opportunity for me, which is that I am moving back into the classroom. I, of course, started my career as a classroom teacher, uh, but have been fortunate enough to get a couple of out-of-classroom positions, leadership positions, and for the last three years have served in an instructional coaching role in my school. But due to some mitigating circumstances, it looks like I will be moving back to the classroom and teaching seventh grade reading. I'm at a middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth grades, and reading and English are actually taught as separate subjects. So I will handle the reading portion and one of my teammates on the seventh grade level will do the English portion. I got to be honest, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this change, but I will probably save those for a later time or some private conversations rather than airing them all out here uh, in this public forum. What I did want to talk about, though, in this episode is follow-through. So in my little mini three-part series on leadership this summer, we started talking about your vision and your why, 
Then we went on to discuss ways that you can inspire and empower others. And so this time I, I want to kind of bring it full circle and talk about following through because it's one thing to have the drive and the vision in order to lead. And then it's another thing to go ahead and try and inspire and empower others. But without the follow through, it never happens. And I know I can think of several times in my life and in my career where I've had ideas and I've thought they were great ideas, but uh, either they got shot down by me or someone else or just didn't have enough momentum behind them to really get carried out with fruition. And I'm being really honest about that. And maybe you don't have any of those moments and that's great for you. But I know I can think of at least a few of them. There are a few that I can think of where I had great ideas that did get implemented. And I, I guess I just wanted to share um, some, some of those examples on either side of the coin. And so I guess I just wanted to share some of those examples and get a little bit personal for a minute. First, I want to tell you about a story involving me. When I went to college, as a freshman, I went to college to study music education. I had been a very serious musician for really much of my life at that point, from my later elementary school years, through middle school, through high school. Uh, I was accepted at multiple major universities to study in their music program, which involved auditioning and even earning a partial scholarship from music. But I will tell you that I barely made it out of my freshman year before I decided to actually leave the music program. Now, that didn't necessarily at the time mean that I wanted to move away from studying education, although I did, and I'll, I'll explain a little bit more about that in a minute. But I moved away from music education. A couple years later, fast forward uh, to my, probably my junior year of college, I made the decision to focus my studies and major in journalism. So now you're talking about a situation where I did put education out of my mind. And I had a lot of fun being on the radio and studying broadcast journalism and actually starting a at least a part-time career doing it, but I really missed education. So I went back and I followed through on what was really not a promise to myself, but a lifelong goal and dream of mine that I set to the side for a long time. I went back to school, I earned my master's, and I started teaching. But I still felt this tremendous void that I had never fully followed through with the music part of my music education studies. So even after I began teaching and I was an English teacher, because like I said, I majored in journalism, I went back to school and I found out exactly how many credits I needed to fulfill that music education part of my studies. And I went back to school and I took those credits. And not only did I go back and take those credits, but then I went ahead and got certified to teach music. And I have not used that music teaching certification one day in my life. But I'm really glad that I got it. I'm really glad that I followed through on those expectations that I set for myself. Because I know for me, if I didn't, I would have really regretted it. The Leader of Learning Podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more great podcasts, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. The Leader of Learning Podcast is also a proud member of Voice Ed Radio, changing the way you talk about education. To listen to more great education content, please visit voiceed.ca. 
And there are just a couple more examples that I want to mention about follow through. And they're both situations that I'm currently dealing with in my personal and professional life. First, I'm a doctoral student, and I think I've mentioned this before, but that is really not easy. As a matter of fact, I heard somebody say the other day that if earning your doctorate was easy, everyone would do it. But in fact, there are so few people who actually reach that level of education that it's become really, really important to me to finish and finish strong. And at this point, I'm well on my way, but it's still going to take time and it's still going to take a tremendous effort on my part. But I'm committed to really following through on what I started and, and not quitting and not giving up and really just staying determined to follow through on, on what I said I was going to do. The next example is one that I started sharing earlier, and that is moving back to the classroom. Again, sharing something very personal is not easy, but I want to mention that not only have I, for the last few years, moved into a coaching role and a leadership position in my school, but I've spent a tremendous amount of time both in my school and outside on my own developing myself to grow into the most expert instructional coach that I could. And so it, it is a little bit difficult to now switch my focus again on something that still feels comfortable. I've always felt comfortable in the classroom and working with students, but it's different. It's something that um, I wasn't necessarily prepared for because I had shifted my focus for a few years. However, I am very confident in my instructional skills and my teaching ability. And so I have to make this commitment to not just doing a good job, but as a classroom teacher, my commitment is really to my students. And so I know that no matter how I feel about moving back to the classroom and no matter how prepared or focused on this role I am, at the end of the day, it all comes down to what, it is, what is it that I can do for my students. So I need to think of that commitment as something that I have to follow through with. I need to follow through on my personal vision, which I shared with you a couple episodes ago. And that doesn't change whether I have an out-of-class position, I'm in a leadership or an administrative role, or I'm in a classroom role. So following through is all about sticking with that vision and sticking with the ability to inspire and empower others, those same things that I've already shared in this mini leadership series this summer. And so I need to keep those in mind. And that it really doesn't matter whether I'm working with teachers or I'm in the classroom and working with my own students. I still need to follow through on those promises that I've made to myself and anyone that I'm working with. I have that same vision. It's unwavering. And I don't expect it to change anytime soon, although I do appreciate change. And I've talked about that a bunch of times before. That's something I'm really sticking to. And then as far as inspiring and empowering others... I have sort of new responsibilities when it comes to that part of my role. Certainly, I want to inspire and empower my students, but I now also have an obligation to my team, my seventh grade team of teachers that I think need me in order to really um, be successful as a grade level team this year. So I guess, so I guess to wrap up and, and summarize my thoughts here, I know I've shared a lot of personal things and I thank you for listening. But think of what it is in your life and in your role in your school or in your district you need to follow through with. It's going to, of course, be different for everyone, but 
I guess my point in all of this is that the follow-through needs to align with the first two points that I've already made this summer, which are, one, stick to that vision, your vision for yourself, your vision for your students, and your overall vision for education. And then secondly, stick with your mission to inspire and empower. And like I said, whether that's other educators or students or both, follow through. Guys, I want to thank you so much for sticking with me this summer and supporting me, even doing solo episodes where I did not bring a guest on. I promise you that in two weeks from this episode's release, I will have a guest, and it's a special guest, and it's someone who has really helped this podcast launch and be successful, and I really thought that this guest would be perfect to kind of kick off the second season of the show. So I look forward to bringing that to you soon, and then again, continuing to bring you really great guests, really great conversations, and really great points that will, of course, inspire you to want to continue to be a leader of learning. Well, that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so yet, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite way to listen. Also, if you like what you heard, please recommend this podcast to other educators, leaders, friends, or anyone you think would love listening and learning. And don't hesitate to leave a positive review on iTunes or whatever service you use to listen. For more information, head over to leaderoflearning.com. There you can also find the Leader of Learning blog, ways to connect on social media such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Boxer, sign up for our newsletter, and even how to purchase Leader of Learning merchandise. Thanks again, and remember, no matter who you are or where you are, you too can be a Leader of Learning. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.